Back up, please. Hello and welcome to Indicast episode number 242. I'm your host, Aditya, just in case you've forgotten. And along with me, I have Abhishek. Hello, everyone. From Thane and you from Toronto. Toronto. We are back after a gap of nine months. बच्चा हो जाता है इतने टाइम में लाइफ में कुछ तो कंसिस्टेंसी होना बनता है राइट यस व्हाट एल्स डू यू डू इज अ क्वेश्चन दैट आई गेट आस्क्ड फ्रीक्वेंटली बिकॉज़ आई शॉर्ट ऑफ एमर्स माय सेल्फ इनटू वर्क अ लॉट सो व्हाट आई नीड टू चेंज दैट या सो आवर आंसर टू दैट इज व्हाट एल्स डू यू डू आई प्रोक्रेस्टिनेट आई प्रोक्रेस्टिनेट व्हाई बिकॉज़ इट टेक्स 9 मंथ्स टू डू द थिंग्स दैट आई लव <laughs> you know there's this joke about procrastination do, do, do you know what it is no no go ahead just a second i'll tell you later no, uh, no. got it got it, <laughs> got it. <laughs> yesterday though just last night this is very fresh in the memory my son pulled my leg he's 5 wo mere ko bolta hai what do you call a dinosaur without any teeth so i said what he said antithosaurus and uh, <laughs> then then he asked me what do you call a dinosaur without any eyes so i bola eyeless dinosaur he says no it is tumblosaurus <laughs> ah, my son 9 and a half your son still makes cute jokes <laughs> my my son has become is entering that age where you know it it's funny but it is it hurts uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes i know the kind i know the kind yeah go on <laughs> So, so he supports Manchester City. I support yeah. Manchester United. Mm. Clearly, United is not having a you, you know the last ten years have been horrible. He comes and says there is United is going to play Sheffield United, mm. who just got promoted to the league. He he comes over and says that hey dad, you know there might be an upset today in in the match. <laughs> um, United might actually win. <laughs> that has to hurt. You, You you know he he clearly does not want to go to college or wants to pay for <laughs> him for it himself. Oh boy! But it's one of those things. But it's amazing. It's amazing yeah. watching sports. Getting into sports with your child is yeah. so much fun. The the sarcasm meter also keeps increasing over time. Oh yeah, and then he has already started rolling eyes at my jokes. I think teenage be nahi yeah. hai hota hai. Uske pehli hona shuru ho gaya. I think yeah. it's going to buy. I already see those things happening right now. Anyways, there are so many things that are happening in the world. There was thoda sa garma garmi between India Canada as well. But since then things have calmed down. The Canadian Prime Minister he went out and he openly stated that there are allegedly there was some Indian involvement in a Canadian citizen being assassinated, and India did not take kindly to that. Yeah. No other information was provided by Canadian government, but apparently at they they have credible evidence we it hasn't been stated what but there were some 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 conversations around that yes hardeep singh nijjar he was 45 years old and uh, he was the one who was assassinated in canada and i think uh, 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 justin trudeau said yeah you, you talked about credible intelligence and that agents of the government of india were involved uh, in the killing but later uh, more recently he yes you said things have cooled down uh, trudeau also wished indians as he always does on uh, navratri which just concluded a few days before we record this one absolutely and and india has has vehemently denied any of 
any involvement and as a result they pulled back they reduced their operations in canada for the consular operations in canada they stopped visas being issued to canadians and also when uh, you have these leaders when they meet a lot of journalists are keen to know whether it was a hug or a handshake how long did it last so when uh, uh, justin trudeau came to india for the g20 summit in delhi uh, it was very frosty uh, modi wasn't smiling uh, modi met with uh, trudeau for 10 minutes other leaders got long meetings the human behavior is such that whether it's friends or enemies in our local in our you know small little lives or whether it's politicians at that level they all behave in a same manner mai nahi baat karega there is and it is very <laughs> very uh, visible pick or maybe the journalists pick pictures where both are very pensive looking at in different ah. directions because that will fit the story but that's what it it was uh, absolutely and, and and the indian government has been uh, they they came out and have stated how their displeasure of all the kalisani activity that's been happening yeah. in Uh, not not just canada but also united states and then uk also there have been th- those videos are all out there mm. right all embassies being vandalized and and th- things like that the, these countries have said that they have freedom of speech and they cannot shut them shut them down india has come back and said that we also have freedom of speech but there's a limit to it and under the indian penal code which granted that it, it still is from 1860 there is a specific section 124a which says if the speech leads to sedition hmm. and then it does not it's not covered under a freedom of speech as well as another section 153a which criminalizes promoting enmity between two groups on grounds of religion race place of birth or residence in section 295a which criminalizes group defamation or hate speech And, and, and when are you taking the bar or something no i was just i was just going through this man i mean it's like i just wanted to see okay what does the law actually say oh that law sedition i think the two of us have to be careful what we speak some might say on the podcast because these days anything can pass off as sedition the way things are around here you don't have to worry as much as i do because you're all the way in canada in in india it's not funny how funny this uh, interpretation is uh, of uh, you know a stand up comedians being jailed because oh, they, they took yeah. uh, you know they little bit of a mickey out of any politician and who they get offended so yeah yeah of course right and and just like any of these rules can be misused as well but there is a line i believe right in freedom mm. of speech there is a line in civility a proper discourse your proper discussion and the media of course you know post fuel on this they covered there was massive extension uh, extensive coverage even in canadian newspaper for that mm-hmm. matter uh, for the stories these stories right um, yeah. and when the the council the embassy was shut down and etc but now 3 weeks later four four weeks later things are getting back to normal both sides have opened up their embassies processing visas etc but that did not get any mention so the deescalation that has happened has not been covered so people yeah. still believe that there is issues but no things are getting back to normal at least at a public level we really yeah. don't know what geopolitics is just so crazy right as they say in in geopolitics there is no there are no permanent enemies there are no permanent friends right somebody said it nations don't have friends only shared interests 
गुजरात Uh, yep. during the pogrom and now you can't do without not working with the prime minister of a largest democracy in the in the country so nations don't have friends only shared interests as a yeah there there you go i think that is very well put right but as a result also there are so many things happening in india right yeah. as your elections are coming up of course that is heating up during g20 summit the placard said bharat instead of india and my dad who is here with me he was like so proud of that Towards you, like Bharat, that is right. That is how we should call ourselves and stuff like that. Right? What's happening in India? What's the sentiment around that? I was at a big convention. Some thousand five hundred people. A company which I won't name had hosted it, and it was about IT and how IT is going to take India to the next level, digitization, etc. The first slide or the second slide was there was a flag of India, and it just said that Bharat is rising uh, because something something like in terms of you know middle class this that. It, they didn't wait for the speaker to talk about the reasons the moment they saw bharat the whole crowd cheered people seem to want to go with that uh, branding that uh, india colonial imprint we need to change it just like we've done bombay to mumbai and a bunch of other cities so in india yes your dad has company i would rather have it stay the way it was but what let me play my dad India is a name given by by the Western culture. Yeah, it was it was called Bharat. It is Bharat that has been there for the longer time than India. Why do you have a problem with calling it Bharat? It doesn't matter what I think anyway, because if you type Bharat on the search box of Google Maps, it shows a country in South Asia along with the Indian flag, digital code. I've been used to when Bombay was changed to Mumbai. it's changing someone's name after uh, the age of 50 in a lifespan when unless you are offended by it yeah so i don't see a reason now I, it just plays with the government's uh, current positioning that everything should be either hindutva or indian and uh, we have a small click let's convert everything to that the, the reason for why it is being done bothers me more than why it is being done at all the timing is also interesting of changing this because there is there is an alliance that was announced in july to contest the election of continuing of 22 parties or something like that mm. and they had named that alliance as indian national developmental <laughs> inclusive alliance okay. and the short for that is india oh really and You don't know about this? No, no, I don't know this. No, my my dad told me about this thing. Amazing. From here, from in, in Toronto. So yeah, he's like, oh, you know, guess what? And and Bharat could be an action. Yeah. Could, could be a reaction to that. There are people yeah. who believe it's for political reason. You are selling. You your statement is was hinting towards it being uh, for religious reason or other reasons. What I am struggling with is why do people have so much problem? Can we at least agree that Bharat? 
was the name that was used for the longest time. Yeah, Can it was. Agree? Sure, yeah. India is not the first country, right? There are so many of them. Yeah, no, there are so many countries. You know, Turkey recently changed. Turkey. I personally don't don't feel it would be wrong if they change to Bharat. By the way, in the constitution, our constitution, India and Bharat both are mentioned. It is just that people, for the longest time, we have been dependent on on Western help. So we have been trying to make it. I think so that mm. as as part of a growing nation, we we made it easy for. others to do business with us okay you don't mm. bharat is too difficult we'll we'll use india do business and now i think india is grown up a little bit and it's it has some geopolitical power everyone wants to do something with us so it is also trying to assert its presence a little bit by changing its name it could be this it all, yeah. all these symbolic things matter right there is there are these protocols you remember right mm. when a foreign dignitary is visiting yeah. why do those exist because those things matter i would be okay if they if they go with bharat they don't have to rename it like stop calling it india and uh, that will be going a bit too much but if someone wants to refer to it officially as bharat and put it on badges and jerseys i'm i'm for it hockey hockey team already has bharat on it when they write it in hindi actually none of us write india everyone when writing it in hindi or marathi we write bharat see with mumbai it was changed entirely right no everybody from a commentator to uh, if you are writing oh, yeah. an article it is it's no longer bombay and the newest generation won't even know that we we at least grew up in that mumbai calling it bombay as kids but at the same time indian institute of technology bombay it's iit bombay not iit mumbai because though they said that look man we've got this reputation over the years over decades we don't want to change it now so they've so there are some places where they've got away with it the the airport code is still bom mm. right when you're trying to fly book flight tickets it says bom yeah. by the way another thing that is happening in election is the central government has also uh put a bill Hmm. which says one they are calling it one election bill which which was which was introduced in the special session of the parliament to have one election for the central as well as state government at the same time rather than having these you know central central election and then two years hmm. later there are state elections and blah 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 the, the, you know these all just have it all together and it's uh, and and get done with it Yeah. and they are going to be exploring it one nation one election that's their yeah exactly right one nation one election mm. simultaneously lok sabha and state assemblies See, that's yeah. not a bad idea and that I... was the case by the uh-huh. way until 1967 all said and done the elections in india are the biggest uh, logistical and administrative affair in the whole world isn't it because we've got so many Massive. the other big news that the other big event that is happening right now or other than event what do we call it the other big crisis that's happening in the world is whatever is happening in gaza with hamas attacking israel surprise attack and a gruesome attack and horrible things that were done it's quite sad to see how the common people are the ones who are getting hurt they are the ones losing their livelihood their families their possessions their life has completely been disrupted they're reading the newspaper by the way i get a paper newspaper in canada now because my my father prefers that so that is the first news that first yeah. photo for the last 15 days has been 15 18 days has been that 
it's really sad it's sad i mean and it's been a month uh, since since the first attack by hamas on israel on october 7th and 8800 palestinians have been killed of which 3500 are children uh, and on the israel side again i think on the first day itself over a thousand civilians were killed 1400 israelis were killed on october 7th when that uh, movie style like attack was uh, oh my god yeah the mass. coordinated attack that, that happened yeah. let me not say movie style but it was more like a textbook military operation is what it is being called you were talking about some video that you were looking at what was oh uh, absolutely yeah. it it was a well coordinated multiple locations were hit simultaneously through different ways there are there are videos which shows terrorist parachuting in with those automated uh, gliders with those big fans i don't know what they call them and then they are like basically shooting them crossing the big bo- big wall that is there um, you know separating israel and gaza at parts where the wall was broken and then people came on motorcycles with the pillion riders standing up and shooting at people really horrible things and the way it, they they went door to door it also resembled a little bit of 2611 how the people were going how terrorists were going door to door and killing people this a electronic warfare a commando attack on uh, the israeli defense forces or israel defense forces uh, they jammed the communication systems that prevented commanders in israel from issuing an alert uh, that happened so many of uh, israel's surveillance cameras were targeted by snipers the prime minister of israel Benjamin Netanyahu he's under fire because how did they miss this how did a country like israel become complacent that their intelligence failed it was a large scale attack which hasn't happened uh, in a while and it is known for it given yeah. given israel is known to have you know really sophisticated intelligence organization and yet they completely missed given the scale of the attack it wasn't like one place five people involved it was not like a sleeper cell but this was a massive coordination right even people start by, because in gaza you can't fuel is not easily available you can't just buy fuel as much as you want how did they get all these things without being noticed uh, i think america stepping in to control the situation a little bit because this could easily escalate so quickly that entire area has been just so unstable right and i i wa- watched a few videos about the about the you know how did this come to be and it's not like it's not something that has been going on for centuries it's in the past 70 80 years that this it has been unstable it's so complicated you've got what gaza west bank israel a militant group called hezbollah in the north which is backed by iran and they operate from lebanon then there is another called houthis that's that's another militant group and the history of gaza itself is uh, it doesn't go f- that far back small strip of land it happened after world war that area was completely controlled by, by by the british and they retreated from that left this in in a way unattended and for mm-hmm. people to take control of that so it has that piece of land has exchanged hands in terms of countries controlling that piece of land several times before 1917 you said the first world war right so before that it was controlled by the ottoman empire then when british had controlled it there was something called the balfour declaration 
the establishment in Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people is what it was called. Britain said, hey, it's not our problem. United Nations, you can step in. So they withdrew. In 1948, Israel was created. Then suddenly five Arab countries, they invaded and Israel won in a nine-month war and some 7,50,000 Palestinian Arabs, they, they lost their homes and they ended up in two pockets of land and one was Gaza, which was controlled by Egypt. Yeah. And then you had West Bank, now controlled by Jordan. But it's bad, the conditions there, man, uh, in Gaza. They call it the world's biggest open-air prison. Electricity supply, everything is controlled through a few, like five gates, I think. And it is not a massive area. It is something, you know, 25 by 17 mile area. And India, India also has had a say. Uh, Modi took uh, to Twitter, or now called X, uh, as we know. Oh, X. Yes. Yeah. So after a few hours after Hamas uh, attacked Israel and... Uh, he, he called it terrorist attacks and he declared that we, quote, stand in solidarity with Israel. India is very clear on which side it is on because it's important that we get along with Israel because uh, of many reasons. One being Israel had helped India with military uh, equipment during the Kargil War in 99. The two leaders, uh, there were jokes about bromance between them a while ago. I think India has been tightening the relationships with these uh, Gulf Arab countries, Saudi Arabia, UAE, because we depend on them for their oil. Nine million Indian workers live there. So expats population is high. Those two countries, Saudi and UAE, they've also moved closer to Israel. So it just works for India. But at the same time, you know, this is diplomacy, as they say. Now that the civilian death toll in Gaza has risen, India is, you just said, right, that, you know, I don't know what happens. Civilians shouldn't be affected. And that's the worst part of any any war. So there also India has taken a stance that, hey, we don't like that. And he's reached out, Modi reached out to Palestinian reader, uh, uh, leaders as well. Here's humanitarian aid, condolences, and whatever that we could do to help that. Because nobody, last thing you need is civilians uh, dying. I have no idea. As I said, I don't know enough to make a comment on who is right or wrong at least. but i do know that at civilian lives yeah. point like al-qaeda uh and these terrorist outfits right over the years isis yeah. i am amazed and you said there is no fuel how did they get get through such a lot of gunpowder and uh, create bombs and weapons to have so many casualties how do they do it man i mean hamas wasn't around what they won the elections in 2007 yeah. 2008 and since then they've been what they've got some 1300 tunnels that they have built in because it's an open air prison you said that's the only way they could get around they could that they could get their commanders to hide or they could launch ambush attacks and in 2014 when there was that war israel could only destroy 32 tunnels and uh, to fight there is a difference so you've got air uh, buildings streets and tunnels these are the four different areas of battlefield tunnels apparently are the toughest because even drones can't see underground navigating by gps is almost impossible and that's where israel needs to figure out is what they are saying the war experts or analysts and uh, your night vision goggles don't work the air is colder uh, wa that water which is stagnant it, it releases toxic air this is going to be this is going to last a while now unfortunately that's what it looks like the trouble in gaza all the countries are now calling for a humanitarian pause 
which again means that let's stop stop the shelling stop the bombing let help get in into gaza where all the countries are offering just like you were saying india is offering same thing canada is doing us is is doing let help get there like food supplies are running short medical supplies are not are non existent and it's so bad that the rockets that are being fired from gaza some of them malfunction and they hit their own people these are not sophisticated weapons right this is this is a an outfit which is not backed by great military strength etc so it's complete ranty is what the word would be uh, there was a rocket that was fired by a palestinian another palestinian militant group called islamic jihad it malfunctioned and fell on a hospital compound and killed their own folks so it is war nothing good comes of any war this is no different yeah and there is so much misinformation by the way do uh, not watch these things on on reels on tiktok on yeah. youtube do not get any of you of of the news from any of inf- any influencer or anything like that please 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 trust reputed sources only anyways those were some heavy topics abhishek and then there is another big event that is happening in india mm. slightly slightly uh, it's sports related world cup ho raha hai chhota mota sa yeah. india mein india has to lose if you have been following even if you have not been watching i believe because oh, of yeah. time difference yeah i what what happened to india 7 out of 7 yeah, exactly. are they peaking too soon are <laughs> they peaking too soon this india has to win this one few bad hours yeah man that's all it takes right don't say it out loud um, don't, don't don't put it out there now nazar mat laga kali zaban don't jinx it exactly but surprised with afghanistan's performance i mean yeah. they are tied for the fourth place with yeah. australia and new zealand mm, they beat uh, england by defending 284 they beat sri lanka by seven wickets uh, they've got this champion leg spinner in their team we know that rashid khan plays in uh, county cricket right most of them stay in uh, dubai now the the cricketers to practice and that's where they practice and play these guys are some talented folks there are two things though. i think rohit sharma who's the captain of the team you must have read about this uh, uh, no i have driving his he was allegedly rushing i'm reading it out in his lamborghini at around 200 kilometers per hour and even touched 215 kilometers per hour at a point in time this was during the world cup so some people were mad at Yeah, he. Uh, this was. Don't they have to? Uh, what was he doing? Do what was? Was it? Was it? Was it just a joyride or? Yeah. What was it? Mumbai Pune Expressway, probably. How did this news get out? First of all, I'm this sure is one of like, those things which yeah. which it sounds like a PR story than anything. No, I think one. If if anything positive, a, a friend of mine joked, uh, saying that yeah, he's used to getting two hundred, so he again cra- cracked the two hundred kilo. So it's like such, but it, he's not denying it. He's not accepting it either. That yeah, really yeah. happened. Did the WhatsApp message that you get? No, no, no. This is this is in the forwarded multiple times. <laughs> Now that you say, um, <laughs> I'm looking at like NDTV Sports <laughs> is reporting this. Rohit Sharma, so NDTV, 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 Deccan Herald, fined. He was fined, man. Yeah. There will there will be paperwork to prove he was fined for reckless driving on the Pune Expressway, is what it says. But the bigger story is in 2011 when india won the world cup rohit sharma was not part of that squad and 
to captain india more than a decade later still being in the team and after having scored five centuries in the previous edition i think or the one before this the the, the previous one it's uh-huh. five he's come a long way in 2007 he was part of that team that won the t20 world cup under dhoni when he was a kid uh um, oh. so it's it's quite a journey quite an uh, yeah man for he's captaining the side and and he, if you if you look at his press conferences he's very much uh, like the re- regular uh, you know lad as they call in britain or tapori in mumbai uh, he'll talk he's from he's from burivali yeah, exactly. so he'll talk regular uh, i think they have stopped the yeah. yo 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 test huh? i don't know whether it's got anything to do with rohit sharma doesn't want not wanting to run not i mean this is not news but quite you know, <laughs> now we are getting now we are into the gossip sec- uh, section of uh, exactly uh, of indica <laughs> so he's quite look at some of his interviews i think he can he can afford to do that right now typically this is like when when you are winning you you can do this be, be casual and a little bit callous imagine would he drive 200 kilometers if that is true they would have lost three matches it's it's, it's a complete it's a full package yaar unfortunately these people must be crazy at some level in their heads right to be to be playing for india there is so yeah. much pressure pressure yeah. pressure change you as a human being yeah. right and do you react differently yeah and it gets to your head you everyone between 20 and 30 33 anyways at the same time indian cricket also lost a gem bishan singh bedi passed away at age of 77 some of his stats are pretty incredible he had uh, 266 wickets first of all in 67 matches he retired in when 1979 and he's still the eighth highest wicket taker in on the list i didn't know until i read this that uh, he captained india when india against uh, west indies in 1976 when india yeah. chased down 406 where gavaskar scored a double century and that was a record fourth innings a uh, chase record until 2003 he also uh, yeah. declared uh, you know early in the next match forfeited yeah no didn't forfeit as much as he declared early to protect his spinners from the bowlers of west indies because i think they were smarting from the wounds of the match previously which india had won so they were just yeah. getting a, everyone in check ah is it half the side is in the hospital or injured so i am not getting my bowlers uh, in the firing line <laughs> so he and he also then later forfeit a match against pakistan to protest against horrendous umpiring he said so yeah he was quite the oddball and outspoken chap he continues to be i think there is one one place where he said dhoni is not a good captain he is not a good captain and a batsman at all um, as a bowler he gave under 2 runs an over in his career yeah the economy rate is something like the fourth best or some um, in and this is also during the time you know india was just sort of coming out of its or just stepping into cricketing world etc west indies england and australia they clearly dominated at that and and he was part of the the quartet as they said in spin bowling yeah yeah prasanna uh, chandrashekar venkat raghavan and uh, and bishan singh bedi he wore pink turbans he was known for pink and and the and the light blue turbans you should watch a couple of uh, his videos on youtube he would stroll into bowl like an evening uh, club cricket match he's like a gliding glide through the air aisa very very i did that you did so, ah. so i actually yeah, yeah. i i watched youtube videos because all the obituaries they spoke about his effortless bowling and 
everyone there are a couple of players who described his bowling as beautiful i spent some time watching what it meant and it pura aisa makkhan jaisa it you know it's like a dance routine so all the cricket fans in my extended uh, family of the age of around 60 to 65 i've seen them posting videos on or rather obituaries on facebook <laughs> and narrating their uh, memories of of the day a hero had died for them uh, absolutely absolutely so abhishek we have two more topics to go after this one do you know wag bakri chai yes of course and, uh, i have not tried it but it's a big brand in gujarat and rest of the country absolutely they they sell 50 million kgs of tea every year 2000 crore turnover etc parag desai who was the owner's son basically he was the, the managing director he passed away due to a brain hemorrhage uh, that he got as a result of a fall after being chased by stray dogs while he was on his morning walk that's a pretty sad way for anyone to go there were 4146 reported dog bites leading to human deaths in 2019 which means 10 people a day 11 people a day average die due to dog bites in india this is as per national crime records bureau what defines a stray dog if a dog is not registered with the kennel club of india and registered with the local municipality then it becomes a stray dog doesn't matter if you adopt it adopted your tommy but if you did not register it with kennel club of india and local municipality it is still a stray dog by the way stray dogs have a right to be on the street this is a decision that has been passed by the supreme court upheld by the supreme court of india killing of dogs is also banned according to article 51 ag of indian constitution it is a fundamental duty of all citizens to you know protect wildlife feeding stray dogs is legal if dogs are creating a problem then what you have to do is you have to inform the municipal authorities or an ngo they will come to your place pick up the dog they will get it sterilized but they have to come and drop the dog back from where they picked it up in the locality neighboring locality a dog had bit a person they took him away sterilized him and put them put him back now he's just fine uh, so and and everybody's okay with it if it i remember that there used to be times when suddenly out of nowhere we would see like in our locality like 10 new dogs used to be there where did these dogs come from we had never seen them they, because they cannot kill dogs you know in in india what many of the municipalities they do is they just pick them up and of course nobody is tracking them they go and drop them in some other municipality <laughs> go it, it's, it's your problem now yeah. yeah so this is this is some one of my friends who is a counselor told mm. me that this is what happens is we were i think we were playing we, we, we were standing you know how out after playing mm. cricket you just hang around and that's when that topic had come up is ki where did this guy come from Uh, and that that's what he told us is this is what they do and we do the same the ones that are pets these days dude uh, in the recent times the number of shops that are selling pet supplies has gone up tremendously 
there are two near my house two big ones it's like a toy store like hamleys equivalent for dogs which sell what grooming services to i don't know what there are i think the next unicorn might just come from this segment there are i think sequoia capital has invested in one of them i forget uh, there are various ones there's something someone called wiggles in pune they've got a big uh, outfit there where parents oh now they are called parents by the way dog parents they come pet parents, drop, pet parents yeah they drop their pets uh, before they go out on vacation so you know there there are pet psychologists no so yeah it's a big industry i mean now it is uh, growing 31 million 31 million dogs is what statista or is that data outfit it predicts by the end of the year it was only 18 million or something at pet dogs uh, before covid and 43 million by 2026 these are more recent estimates four times yeah four man times so it's going to grow that means people are delaying their marriages one of them <laughs> told me that this is the first step towards parenthood really having a dog oh, so what do you the... think what do you think let me get your you know direct as the, as the youngest parent here here there are two between the two of us you mean younger one yes yeah. of course of course yeah. of course, of course. Uh-huh. how do you feel about that when someone compares raising a dog versus raising oh well good, good for them if they feel that way is all, all i uh, feel i mean it's It's, it's not the same there are different challenges but if you feel that your dog is your kid well it's not for me but if it's working for you brilliant all the best i think my wife who's far more in that uh, camp than i am but i'm just petrified of dogs so no one's coming near me but if somebody loves them yeah. okay all the best man good for you you're so understanding you're so <laughs> kind about all these things and like you have someone tells me that and like you have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> you, you're comparing you're comparing your dog to raising a son yeah. you have no idea of the how different it is it's also looked down upon this term dog parent or pet parent there are a, a few group whatsapp groups that i'm on where people on mother's day say you know happy mother's day to everyone and to all pet mothers as well mm whatever floats their boat it's fine man you don't have to worry about it somebody wa- so i've got in, in my sound brain, like I'm, my wife <laughs> i think <laughs> there is like why telling about it <laughs> no then you should know about this in my building we've got a family in a 1 bhk i don't know how many four three three one second my wife is right around. how many dogs six dogs is what she's uh, pointing no me to and how many That- cats three cats six dogs a grandparent and a kid and a husband and wife i've seen the husband in a car when he was just about to get started his kid wasn't listening to him he blasted at him because imagine having so many animals in the house would go, make him go crazy and it's a one yeah, is it they love they love it don't, don't love it. It. yeah but isn't that a problem for your society don't aren't yeah. there like yeah so like they, no, norms around this no so they've uh, people have started raising uh, concern uh, over the smell outside the house So who have WhatsApp group in the in the in the in the interesting huge juicy yeah. all right i'm just getting yeah i messages from my son saying that i need to get out of his room because i am yeah. recording this sitting out of his room because he needs to go to sleep yeah so that's... about we push the next topic that we have for our next episode it will give let's us some that. something something to talk about to to motivate a little bit to record it in the next week or so So yep. that we can keep keep publishing these things. 
our website is theindicast.com or just go to um, your favorite uh, podcast app just type in indicast just follow us um, so that all the episodes can get automatically downloaded whenever we release one that's about it from me i'm your host aditya along with me abhishek bye 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 bye